You don't have to have that rude face on. Bye. Oh, he's like, what <laughs> is this? Just he like get him off the screen. Who is that? <laughs> well, oh, my God, don't eat my hand. Okay, don't catch no attitude. He like you introducing me to strangers. I gotta act up now. Yeah, he, 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 as soon as I come home, that's his attitude. He wanna catch the attitude. He wanna behave. Look at him. He like you left me alone all day. Uh, look, look at him jumping on the bed. Uh, jumping already? See, like you go hold, like just look, just look at him. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he think he wanted the uh. The side of the monkey jumping on his head. <laughs> like he will motion like his body to jump. And like, you know, I'm holding him so like I'm just like his support while he jumps right. up and down. <laughs> oh I guess I could uh, I guess I could go out here. This is Shannon. This is Kamani. <laughs> Welcome to Drinking the Blurs. Yes. It has been, I know we started back, y'all. It's been a rough month. Listen. <laughs> KLC movies. I don't, don't know, y'all. I don't know. I haven't even seen that trailer yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I feel like now I have to watch the movie because I, I just love watching the trailer. <laughs> like I saw the poster, and I'm like, is this a joke? Real. Real. And why Mario Lopez? Is he just not like I felt like he would have had a successful career. Like what happened? He's like the Hispanic uh Sanders, like Right. He looked and like he was on extra, is he no longer on extra? I don't know. Does he just? I don't know. I don't know. But either way, if like either way, if you've been living under a rock, I don't know what. Like I, I get it. It's a fucking pandemic. Everything's crazy. A panorama, uh, pandemonium. I don't know. Where everything, everybody, a pendulum. Right now. But this last month has been a little hectic for both of us, mm-hmm. as in we are living through this moment. Um, so yeah, but we're back, mm-hmm. and we're here, <laughs> and we're healthy, and we're alive. Thank God. Yeah, we- thank the yeah. answers. <laughs> um, how are you doing, Shannon? I'm doing okay. <laughs> Yeah, no. I think everyone's like just doing okay. Anyone that says they're amazing is lying. <laughs> like, because honestly, like, what could we honestly do right now? Nothing, unless you're like literally breaking all the rules and just have no 
concerned about anyone else besides yourself. Like, which is great, I guess. Mm-hmm. But that's just so selfish. Like, Thanksgiving happened, and people were like, oh, I'm still going to go see my family. Oh like, my it's going to be like 20,000 of us. Thanksgiving was crazy. I and we ended up cooking a whole ass big ass meal. And like I don't know. So Tyler's grandmother, she I guess I don't know where she got the food from, but she bought like a thing with like stuffing and cranberries okay. and macaroni and and this big ass turkey. Like this shit was so big. Uh, she for turkey after she was trying to say she wasn't but she she was asking for a turkey so I'm like okay he we, we gave it to her and like she was like okay well we gotta make this and we gotta make that and all of a sudden it's like three of us cooking at the same time the baby wanted to be on his baddest behavior oh like, my <laughs> he's such a Gemini he really is especially a Gemini man He's like, you know how to say, like, he, he might be one of those Gemini. <laughs> like the evil ones? Yes. <laughs> like, I'm like, wait, wait. This is ridiculous. But yeah, I ended up, I made stuffing. Mm. It came out really good. Um, my mom cut the turkey in half. She did. Smart. Huh? Smart. Mm-hmm. She did one side jerk, one side regular. Ooh. Good. Oh, my God. I love jerk turkey. It's, like, mm-hmm. one of the, my favorite ways of having it. Right. I did the mashed potatoes. Uh, What else? Yeah, she did the meat. Did, like, some uh, red beans. It was, like, a, a, like a, quite a few stuff on that table. Good. Like, has some leftovers, but yeah, that was my Thanksgiving. Did you do anything for Thanksgiving? My <laughs> my dad did a drive by. He dropped off the food he made and gave it to me and left. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I guess I have this by myself in my apartment mm. <laughs> that I wanted so bad. <laughs> no, I don't need to leave that house, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I asked my mom, like, hey, do you want to do it? You guys thinking thing for Christmas? She's like, you know, the pandemic's around and not really, essentially. And I'm like, you know, that's smart and responsible, but damn. <laughs> like, really? Nothing? I guess. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess for me, it's not like... For me, like, it's just more when people are like, oh, I want to go see my third cousin six times removed and all their family and them, plus my regular family. And so there's just a hundred of us at a Thanksgiving gathering. And I'm like, from all over the country. It's like, no, why? And as everyone's saying on the news now, it's like the numbers we're seeing right now with COVID cases are from the Thanksgiving likely from Thanksgiving. 
Mm -hmm. So it's just like, okay, like we have experienced consistently higher and higher numbers and higher and higher death tolls. I think like the eighth, I don't even know, someone tweeted this about like the, the worst days in American deaths. And something mm-hmm. about like the fifth, I don't know what number, fifth, sixth, or seventh, or eighth, but up in the top 10, several of those days are within the last week. Wow. From COVID deaths. And it's just like, where is the concern? And I understand like, and, and it just makes me annoyed again, because when New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, well, Pennsylvania, we're going through it earlier in March. People were like, oh, I don't really care, and it's nothing, and blah, blah, blah. Then it hit the South in the summer, and people were like, still, well, the Republican government's like, no, we don't care. And now that it's hitting the Midwest, and and of course, it's darker and colder, so everyone's inside, so it's hitting everywhere hard. People mm-hmm. are like, still, like, oh, I don't care. I want to be able to go to a club. Apparently, like, Patterson, you saw this? Murph. Murphy talked about they had to shut down a club in Patterson, two clubs in Patterson over the weekend. Uh, those knuckleheads. <laughs> Feel me up there tired. Like, are you still clubbing right now? The club of all places. <laughs> the little, like, we, okay, we reopened gyms which is still like one of the highest potential places for transmission. But the club, really? Were you up on people? With the whole experiences you grinded on a bunch of people, bumping into a bunch of strangers, spilling drinks on them, coughing, singing, getting drunk, vomiting everywhere. A club? Ridiculous. Literally ridiculous. I value my life a little bit more than that. <laughs> right. At least let me catch, if I, God forbid, catch COVID, let me catch it someplace where at least people are actually practicing the protocol, the, the procedures, the protocols, and trying to protect themselves. Not where everyone's like, I want to be naked and not have a mask on intentionally. I'm allowed to, I'm at my job, I had corona. Really? Mm-hmm. And um, it was shut down. Shut us down for a week. I didn't go back until like two weeks. But I was like trying to push my COVID test. I'm like, now why the hell I want to come in here after a few days? <laughs> I, I know that's right. And then uh, she came back in. So like, I guess their protocol is uh, once they find out someone has it, they uh, sanitize the whole office. Right. Um, everybody had to get tested. Every single person. Uh, you return back when you return with your results. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. And the person who was sick, they had to take it twice. They had to get a double negative. How long does the space have to be in between the tests? Because that's what some people have been saying, like, oh, you could, t-, because when 45 of his people got sick, some of them were testing negative, 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 and then they finally tested positive. So is there, like, a gap? Like where they have like they test negative and they have to wait five more days to test negative again, or they uh well I don't know about the per- the person who got tested positive, but for like the regular people, uh like two not two like three four days, but I I end up taking it later on like let me space it out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But she came back and and she was talking about it. She was like, yeah, just. 
she just had like a bad cough and like not to her husband like mentioned it like you know why don't you get tested and around she got corona wow mm-hmm. it's so simple it is so crazy like and like this is what we've been talking about since march mm-hmm. this disease affects everyone differently and even if you catch it a second time it might be worse than the first time when you thought you'd like, oh, I'm fine. Listen, my coworker said one of her uh, friends went to the hospital because she had a bad nosebleed, got tested, it was corona. Like, what? I remember they were talking about, like, you can get something on your toe. This is a whole bunch of stuff. Saying it comes out in your feces. It's like a lot of ridiculous shit. I'm gonna having sex, like what? Right. I'm like, damn, the bats were dealing with this? Not, I don't know. The bats were over there dealing with all this shit. Not sure. But I don't know where this virus came out from, but <laughs> I play. There is some good news. Mm-hmm. In the last month, Moderna and Pfizer have announced that their vaccines have proven effective. And then moving forward with the FDA giving emergency approval, actually today, yesterday, um, December 8th or 9th, um, people in the UK, they start, they were authorized to start vaccinating people. And the first two people got vaccinated um, recently, like the first set of people got vaccinated. And so like they're, is a process underway to start vaccinating, which is like great considering everything. And that's with the Pfizer vaccine. It's just like for the rest of us, like I think NY New York Times has like uh, where you stand in the line for a vaccination based on your qualifications or your risk factors. Um, so I, I suggest people try that out. It's kind of interesting. But yeah, for the rest of us, we ain't getting vaccinated until like maybe late March, April. Mm-hmm. Um, they're trying to get in the U.S. We're still waiting on the approval, obviously. Um, but they're trying to get the healthcare workers vaccinated first, which is smart, and then high risk people, and then everybody else. So it's going to take a minute. So and what's this in the vaccine, though? What's in it? Yeah. Um. So. The complicated stuff that I was able to read, like, it's like an inactive DNA strand. It's not the exact DNA strand, but mRNA. Mm-hmm. And we, I did, last time I did bio was in high school, so I'm not going to go into that. But essentially, it gets absorbed by your immune cells or whatever and elicits an immune response. And they start producing, like, this specific spike protein <laughs> that... COVID uses to hack your cells to reproduce more. So long story short, from what I've been able to glean off of TikTok <laughs> is <laughs> um, this elicits an immune response and provides your immunity. You have to get two shots though. So you have to get the first one and you have to get the second one like two to three weeks later um, for it to fully be, um, your body to be fully immune. And of course, since it's early, they don't know necessarily, like, if you get immune, that prevents you from transmitting it to Mm. other people. But I think if enough people get immune, it's like a big thing in terms of stabilizing and preventing the viral spread. (sighs) 
and it's interesting because a lot of people have been talking on for different reasons, and this is an important conversation about them not taking the vaccine. Of course, we have the regular anti-vaxxers, like white suburban moms that live like I don't know what. It's just like crazy. And it, wait, <laughs> this is like a tangent. Like early this year, like this January, I went to city, not city hall. What's the fuck this thing in Trenton? Um, because there was a bill, like, Donna took me down there, and I was interviewing her for something, and there was a bill about, like, getting undocumented people licenses so they could drive in New Jersey without a problem, and there was, like, all these people standing outside, and I was like, oh, they're all here for the bill, that's great. Turns out they were all anti-vaxxers to protest against another <laughs> bill, saying, like, don't Black Murphy, like, and, mm, vaccinate our children. Or, like, religious freedom, blah, 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 blah. And this has fetal tissue. And it's just like, what? And <laughs> it was so crazy. So now those people, I say all this to say, those people are the ones that are out here like, oh, I'm not taking it on one hand. But they're also, like, Trump supporters. So they're like, oh. They were like, oh, we shouldn't be locked down. But also, I don't want to take the vaccine. And I don't want to wear a mask. Like, what? But I want to hear what you think. I think for Black people, there are different considerations going on. Um, yeah. It's, all di- it's like, I don't know many Black people that are like, be- like vehemently anti-vaxxers just because of conspiracy theories. Like, I know a few, but I think for a lot of Black people, it's the history of mm-hmm. like experimentation, scientific experimentation. The Tuskegee experiment is like still very present in our mind. Um, I have a friend, Elizabeth Mitchell, she does work on like inoculation during slavery. And like black people were the first people that were like tested out for smallpox inoculation very broadly. So like there's like a long history of black people being used as guinea pigs for stuff. Um, yeah. And so like black people have a healthy sense of skepticism. So I want to hear what you have to say about the vaccine. I don't know. I just feel like it's so early in the game to for like just taking a vaccine. It's like, well, how the hell y'all came up with this so quick? I thought we was going to have this next year. Right. <laughs> and it's just like so many unanswered questions. And I'm like, I, I'm okay. I, I'm for a vaccine, but I just need to see more. I guess I need to maybe research more right. and then I just want to see more people take this. I don't want to be one of the first people, you know, taking it and I end up crippled or something like that. Like, bad enough I'm already black. The healthcare system is only going to help me so much. Right. So, I think that's very fair. And it's like, people need to understand that. I think black medical people have been saying this. Like, this, the black skepticism about the vaccine is not related to like anti-vaccination theories or conspiracy theories. It's related to history. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's about educating and it's about like showing like black people that this is actually safe to take and like proving Mm it. Um, I feel like it's just too soon. Yeah. And like, it is confusing because like early, I remember it was like March and April, they were like, oh, a vaccine will take five years. And we were like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the latest, like next year like now all of a sudden yeah in a couple of months we have a vaccine that works like yeah it seems work. too good to be true um i will say this one thing would it have side effects so 
the the UK they actually warn people, and this is like standard. And I want to put this disclaimer out there. This is very important for our listeners. Like for most vaccines, there are a certain set of people. And if you ever go in for a vaccine, they were like, "Have you ever had an allergic reaction to a vaccine?" This is like one of the first things they asked when I got my yellow fever vaccination, uh, HPV, any of that stuff. They were like, "Did you ever have an allergic reaction to a vaccine?" And I was like, "No." So the UK people said for those that have allergies, severe allergies, like those that would have a reaction to a vaccine, they should approach it with caution because they had two of the people that they vaccinated had a reaction so far. Oh, wow. So two out of 100, that's like, a, it's not like an accurate sample size, but it is something mm-hmm. to take into consideration. So I think that's something that the FDA on the U.S. side is going to look into a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is why I think important to note that the FDA for the U.S. is a little bit more rigorous. Look at how fast the U.K., like, this is not even a, a, a British company, and they are already, already authorized to use it, right? right. Um, what's crazy, though, is that Pfizer went to fucking 45 and was like, in the summer, was like, oh, do you want to order like 100 more? hundred more a hundred million more vaccines and he was like no of course not <laughs> of course not but I want to say I want to say this for like I understand the skepticism from everyone else and I get it I'm not gonna do it I will take the vaccine for everyone else and if I end up turning into a vampire zombie werewolf alien you might an, whatever just let me get my get rid of my enemies first and then y'all could put me down. That's it. That's my only concern. Let me do it and get my superpowers or whatever. Go after my enemies and my those I want my revenge on. And then y'all can put me down and I can rest in peace. Well, That's all I Supposedly on the 21st, we're supposed to gain our powers. <laughs> well, you know why. Like, it's so interesting seeing how these things devolve on Twitter. Like, people just start sharing this without knowing where that's coming from. Getting powers on the 21st? 2020 lit. <laughs> I saw someone posted like, oh, yeah, that was like, black people, we're going to get our powers and really realize why we're su- super special and different. And I'm like, ma'am, Jupiter and Saturn are just conjunct on the winter solstice. If we get powers, it's just like, I'll be love it. But like, I don't know. It's not that deep. <laughs> it's not that well. It's deep on different levels. Actually, astrologers, but well, that's different. You know, people that interesting. Yeah. Well, just let if again, if this vaccine turns me into a werewolf, let me get my enemies first. They always take me out. In other news, we haven't touched on it yet, but forty-five lost. Thank God. Oh my lord. Listen, like a day or two before election night, like stores was like boarding up mm-hmm. the windows and stuff like that, which was like so scary. It's like, oh my God, like no one expected like what, what the fuck was going to happen. Right. They were expecting what rioting and protesting and so much people were so joyous <laughs> when they heard that, uh, First of all, let, let's just talk about how long it took to even get this Forever. And, like, I felt like the air in the room was so thick and, like, everybody, it was just nerve-wracking. Everybody's like, okay, like, 
we have to see some results. We have to see some results. And it's just like, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Listen, I have a, a video of my mom. Because, like, when I heard the news that Joe Biden had won or he's president elect, it was so funny because I turned on the TV literally just in time. Right. Like, I turned it on. I'm sitting there. And then, like, the floor, I think it was CNN, the floor lit up. It was like Joe Biden is president elect of the United States. Right. And I was like, what? I went on Facebook. <laughs> I went on Facebook. I was like, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> It happened and my so mom started wilding out. You got to see that video. Wait, you saw it. You showed it to me, yeah. Listen, she had me crying laughing. Had me crying laughing. People were like... And it was warm that weekend, too. People were oh. out. It was warm that weekend. Yeah. It came on on Saturday. People were out honking horns. And, of course, the idiot 45 was out golfing. Like the the photos of him coming back to the White House where people <laughs> having the finger up at him saying he's a loser. I was Listen, like, not the mover truck sitting outside the White House. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. The, sitting outside the White House. Outside. This is so sad. We really didn't want you as a president. <laughs> at all. Like at all. It, it was like just thinking about it, it's been a month now thinking about like almost a month like how joyous or like the relief and like so many people on twitter were like i feel like i could finally breathe for like the first time mm-hmm. in four years and i'm like actually yeah and like there of course like we can we'll get into joe biden's ass another time because there yeah. are a lot of problems and we're we just on happy that 45 is out at this point right and he's trying to destroy everything on his way out Listen, he's trying to sue everybody. I think it's like 54 times he's lost in court, like the Supreme Court, including the three people he appointed, like Uh just denied to see his request to overturn the election. dismissing it. Wait, also, shout out to Georgia. Shout out to Georgia. I know I give like people in Georgia flag a lot of the time. But they turned blue for the like first time since in a while. Yeah, Georgia scares me because it's just like you go down there, it seems oh, oh my god. But once you get out that nice little area of Atlanta, out of Atlanta, you're like, what the fuck? Real quick. Like I remember when we were driving back after dropping my brother off in college. And we had to stop off and to get gas. My mom, like, she was like, let's get out of here. It was some old podunk gas station. It was, there was no black people in sight. My mom was like, hurry up. Let's go. Listen, I, oh my God. When I had first went to Atlanta, we, we drove down for a conference when I was still working, uh, doing an internship. And, like, along the way, we would see trucks with, a. Uh, um, the Confederate flag and everything, and I'm like, oh, a little scared. Yeah, <laughs> scary because I, we had I seen it at the uh, gas station when we pulled over. I'm like, okay, let's hurry up and go. You know, I'll wait in the car. Y'all could just go. <laughs> y'all lighter than me. Right. <laughs> y'all might make it. Yeah, I remember so I when I was, when I was like that. 
No, seriously though. I would when I did a summer program in North Carolina back in 2013. We were going to class one day, and I saw a truck that had a Confederate flag. I literally stopped, like, <gasps> like literally what? my face. And all my other friends that were with me, they're all black and from the South. They're like, what? Well, I was like, <gasps> and they were like, oh, yeah. And like, yeah. They, they understood why I was freaking out, but like, they were just so used to it. And they were like, yeah, it's really fucked up, but like, we're just so used to seeing it all the time. And I was just like, what the fuck? And it's usually like a pickup truck. And yeah, it's usually like a pickup. It was a pickup truck. <laughs> I, Listen, the time. I saw a pickup truck with a uh, Trump sticker in North downtown. I'm like, you will, listen, you will be surprised. Whoa. And I listen, saw... what really scared me was um, driving around in Union during that time. Yes. A lot of cars had that yes. American flag. And I just feel like that American flag. It's just a different meaning. I'll do you one better than the American, because the American like makes me suspicious. I'm like, okay, you're. It makes Republican. me uncomfortable. Like I don't know that flag makes me uncomfortable now. You make like if I see an American flag, I'm like, you're probably a Republican. If I see the Blue Lives Matter flag or the blue thin line, I know you're a fucking fascist. Like there's just no like the the gaming. Like I am just those are the people. Like, I saw someone that had a Punisher skull with a Blue Lives Matter sticker on their car. I was like, that is fucking scary. I put, like, I pointed out to the person I was with, I was like, that is terrifying. Because one, the, the Punisher creator already said he wants y'all to stop sharing his shit, like, if you're a fascist. Because it's not supposed to be something that is aspirational. Right. Combined it with the blue, the blue thin line flag, I'm like... You got this whole movement of Blue Lives Matter, the thin blue line, only emerged in opposition to people saying Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And y'all saying like, "Oh, we didn't like police are being killed too." And I'm not gonna touch that, but like in opposition to Black people saying, "Stop killing us!" Like we are just trying to live. Stop killing us! And y'all like Blue Lives Matter, and this is like also All Lives Matter, and to fly the flag. And be the same people that say, like, we respect the American flag when the American, like, the flag code specifically says, do not alter the flag because that's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's just a lot. And, like, because they can't fly the Confederate flag anymore, they're flying this flag instead. It's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. It's just like so many hidden Trump supporters. Oh my gosh, yes. So many hidden Trump supporters. And it's just, it's scary. It is. How these people people live. And see, especially when we talk about what's been happening in the aftermath of the election, with certain people, like, one, him calling people saying to overturn the election, like the Republicans in Georgia or Pennsylvania, or like the whole thing that happened in Michigan. Mm-hmm. But the people, the county board, um, with the Republicans voting to not certify the election for Detroit and the Democrats voting to certify it, and then having all the black people have to come in and say, like, y'all are racist and, like, this is wrong, what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, all the antics and any of, if this was not the United States and this was another country, like, say this was like Jamaica, say this was Guatemala, Costa Rica. Brazil, maybe not Brazil, 
any like any country like Cuba, well not Cuba either. But you get what I mean. The US right. would have been reported like this is a coup going on, like the democratic will of the people is being over being challenged by the outgoing president. This is a affront to democracy. But like you turn on the news and you hear people talking about like, oh yeah, the president filed another lawsuit to overturn the election. And it's just like, they see sound so chipper. And I'm like, no, this is a coup. Like you have to start calling it what it is. And maybe that's just the historian to me. Like, no, this is a coup. This is a problem. You can't just act like it's going to go away or like it's normal. You can't normalize it, but who knows? What do we know? Mm-hmm. Right. I'm what? just happy that it's just, he's on his way out. Yeah. Like I said, we might have dragged him by the ankles. <laughs> that's, what Joe, that's the one thing, one of the one things that Joe Biden said that's funny. He was like, oh, the Secret Service is very capable of removing trespasses from the White House. <laughs> oh. Listen, I'm happy. Oh, we got to talk about Kamala Harris like as a topic and yeah. the whole questioning her blackness. Because it's like, it's kind of like, it kind of sits unwell with me the way people are questioning this. It's so it's Kamala is so interesting to me. One because I am Jamaican. Mm-hmm. Two because I am Jamaican, raised in America. Um, but three because her politics and the fact that she was a prosecutor and her checkered past with that. Listen, it's like it, she's it's like a double-edged sword. It's like a yes, it's like a quadruple. Like there's so many things with her that are very interesting to know and that need to be addressed. But the one thing that we is very offensive is when people are like, oh, she's not black. Or when the right, like Republicans start saying like, oh, her, fa- her great ancestor was a slave owner. And I'm like, do y'all not know how slave, like, of course y'all don't because y'all don't want to teach it in the US. But like, this is how slavery worked. Like, all of us got us a white grand great 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 sl- slave master who's our grandfather or something that's how what happened in slavery but y'all don't like teaching it so of course y'all don't know mm-hmm. man i think she needs to be an episode it's it, just so many different things and it's just like well why are we coming this hard at this this woman like like obama's politics was all that great he was a man <laughs> Like we, I feel like so so much people got so mesmerized by how friendly and how, you know, well spoken he was, and he was just able to sweep all of us off the ground. And I think this is what a lot of people have been saying online. It's like, oh wow, I have moved to the left since my Obama years, because like when we when Obama came in, we were still in high school, so it was right. like we didn't know much about the political realities of this world. And it was like, oh, wow, this is so great. Black president, da 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 We never thought this would happen. But then you grow up and you learn what he's doing and you have solidarity with other people and you learn, like, he's okay. The bombing of, like, people that look like you in black and brown places in Somalia and in I- Iran and Iraq and all this stuff. And it's like, well, do you want to be a part of that? No, nah, really. That's not what I want. Like, 
this more that we desire from my presidents. And I would be the I would be someone to say like there is not going to be ever a president at least in the president like the U.S. and at least in how the U.S. is configured in currently there's never going to be a president of the U.S. that's not going to be imperialistic. Yeah. Because of how the U.S. is function like functions as a <laughs> entity and how it was created, it's an imperialistic nation. It was built out of empire, and I'm that's where I'm going to end. Um, <laughs> before I go on the tangent of my research. But yeah, like, but people are going extra hard on Kamala because she's a woman. Um, but they're, like, she's a very interesting person that doesn't deserve a whole episode to dissect. And yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what else we have was we talked about the election. We talked about we talked about the vaccine. Has anything happened in pop culture? Like I can't think of anything. Ivy Park got released. <laughs> Ivy Park Two or whatever got released by Beyonce. Like, did anything pop culture happen in the month? Uh, hmm. I don't know. A lot of new music came out, though. Megan, I haven't listened to that. I haven't listened to anybody. Um, who else? Oh, I was. Oh, I don't. I tried to like that album, Megan's album. Oh, really? I tried. I. I don't. It's just. It's not. For me, I guess. Some people say they enjoy it. It's a no skip for them. Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. I heard J. Cole coming out with something pretty soon. I thought that was the last night. Right. Yeah, I don't know how true that is either. People just be sharing stuff on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Oh, the one thing, this came out today. Facebook going to be broken up. I am happy for that. It is too big. happy. Because it's just like, it, it just has control over like shit. That don't, they don't need control of that. What's up? Why they? I never understood that one. I didn't even know they took WhatsApp. Like, I didn't like, even know that. And when you look at the conspiracy theory, like this is more me being looking on the political side. When you look at all the conspiracy theories that have been allowed to fester and like, like proliferate. Um, they're all mainly on, like, yes, there's Twitter to a degree, but they're to a greater degree on Facebook platforms. Like, there are conspiracy theories on WhatsApp and, of course, Facebook and whatever. Um, it's just crazy. And see, my experience with Facebook and Instagram, sometimes, like, a lot of the functions to even use the business Instagram page, you have to connect it to a Facebook. Right. And it's just like, well, when you try to connect it, it's like giving you issues. They want you to go to this website, the business manager. They're trying to get you to do ads. It's just, and every time I try to connect it to the store, it's always an issue. That was another thing that happened. Like the Instagram store, like how Instagram changed everything. Listen, I, I don't even know. Like a lot, it doesn't even future small businesses. That's the thing. 
So like, who who is this shit for? Like, I ain't come here to shop. Right. Like, I remember Instagram started in 2012. I remember when everybody jumped on it and they were posting pictures of an apple in college or whatever. And right, I was taking pictures of trees. And right. Like, it was a photo sharing app. I had like a picture of a banana. <laughs> but then when Facebook took over, they brought their ad model um, to like buy ads and shit. So. Oh, she's having a little boy. Oh, who? Uh, what's her name? Kayla Nicole from YouTube. Oh, like the girl that's been like, I know you talking. Yeah, yeah, I know the one in But like when Facebook took over Instagram, they were like, "Oh, we're gonna start adding ads," and it was at first it was like, "Okay, one ad every six posts of people you knew." Now it's like twelve ads, and maybe it's a famous person you follow, mm-hmm. and then maybe a friend. Right. If they get it, if that friend gets enough engagement. Listen, I'm gonna, first of all, let's talk about I'm I really need Facebook to stop recommending me these expensive places that I can't afford, but really nice things. <laughs> it's fucking algorithms, I'm telling you. It's giving me like every like there's some stuff I could definitely afford. I could like buy, but like I'm not about to buy it because like I saw it on Facebook. You're not about to persuade persuade me like that. Every ad, I will say, home. I have bought a few things off the Instagram because of that. Like, <laughs> I bought a few masks. I bought, I found a place that sells plants. Like early pandemic, well, not uh-huh. pandemic, like two months ago. Let me. What am I talking about? It feels like it was early pandemic. But yeah, I bought some stuff. But like a whole store button over like just a regular layout just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Um, when the notifications on top, the store at the bottom, like, what are y'all doing? Yeah, and we don't even talk about how <laughs> Instagram killed, like, Snapchat. I feel like Gen Z uses Snapchat more and more. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you know people that still use it? Um, a few people still use it. I went on there for to watch a show. A show? Uh, what? Yeah, listen, I didn't. I didn't even know. It's like a whole selection of like little episodes of like different little, like Snapchat shows. And like, I actually went back on it to see because I was never a big Snapchat person to begin with. Right. But like, I have the the app. But some people still on there, and they do keep it updated and stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if people started like moving back to Snapchat if they maybe introduce something new. Also, <laughs> I do. <laughs> also, Twitter added their little fleets. Like everybody, like copied off of Snapchat. Snapchat was the first with that. Mm-hmm. So it's just like. I guess it makes sense why it was so easy to replicate. It wasn't like it was something super special. It was like short time stories. Um, but I guess that's why the FTC is breaking up Facebook, right? So that they could stop doing this and creating like a monopoly. Because right. if you look at Facebook now, and this is like interesting. In many ways, it kind of feel, in many ways, it's different than when we first started on. Like, obviously, like, like when we, everyone started at high school, it was like fun. It was like new and whatever. You could play games. 
like if like honestly if facebook had just put money into farmville they would have been making money but they wanted Listen, to put it in that. i'm not gonna lie i miss games on facebook right i really do if they could bring I, that back i know they're listening you know these phones be telling all our business and shit bring back some facebook this. games I, I used to play a, a few my farm hard. was dope i had such a dope farm Mm-hmm. I used to do it on my during my internship because they had the good internet, not my dial-up internet at home. <laughs> people farms and stuff, right? Watering for them, right? And if you miss your like harvest, the things rotted, right? But yeah, like that's why breaking it up is kind of really important, mm-hmm. like to kind of give other companies a chance to flourish. Because the minute like you come up with something new, Zuckerberg and his robot army buys it up. Mm-hmm. And it's automatically like, oh, too bad. But I do think Facebook, they're working on some type of game like section. Because if you go on Facebook on the computer, there's actual, actually like a section, like, like an arcade section or something like that. Kind of weird. I was like, oh, okay, but it doesn't. I feel like it doesn't compare to what we was playing right. back then. And you like, I think that put games and quizzes, more quizzes on there. Oh, remember when everybody used to make their quiz about themselves and post them on Facebook? Uh-huh. People had notes. Do you remember right. notes? Yes. And poking used to be a thing. That was, I don't want that coming back, but it was just like so basic. Like those were like the, the basic thing. And then when they, yes, and then when they tried to be everything and everything and started getting it, it's like they just followed what will make the money, obviously. And it was less about socially connecting with people and making money. So they will push things that will up their percentage, um, and including conspiracy theories, because conspiracy theorists will pay for that shit. Right. Like, now, like, after, like, the election of 2016, everyone kind of, like, there was, like, a mass exodus, and Facebook just really became, like, dead, especially within the last two years, at least for me. Um, it doesn't feel the same. Like, it just feels more more and more of a burden uh-huh. to kind of, like, get on there. Um, for obvious reasons, like, you're getting fed ads every two seconds, and... You only see like half, like two people at, or ten people out of your friends list. Right. Um, and also, it's just very problematic. Like, like not, and everything takes so long to get over there versus Twitter. So it's just interesting. Right. Now Twitter want to have stories and stuff. Right. I'm like, uh, I'm not ready for that yet. <laughs> <laughs> like, also for me, I don't understand. Like, I think this is a Gen Z thing, but mm-hmm. people like bashing. The other apps, like, oh, Twitter's better. I, I feel like they all have different things to add, and I like them when they were all separate and not all under, like, two umbrellas. I liked it when Instagram was its own company, Facebook was its own company, and Twitter was its own company. But when they started buying up each other, mm-hmm. it just became, like, this big mess. I like them. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. Just me. Now I sound like an old person talking about like the good days of social media. I mean, it was definitely different. Like right. we was on social media just to be like, just to be on it, just to right. do some like something simple. Now it's like 
people do shit for social media, you know? Right. Oh, that needs to be an episode. Like, this evolution of social media. Like, uh-huh. looking at how it's changed in the 10 years. Because someone mentioned, I saw this tweet, like, old Twitter wasn't good for dark-skinned black women. And I'm like, damn, that's true. Because, yeah, Listen, could we actually talk about, you know what? We could even put that in the episode and put uh, JT from the City Girls with her old tweets. <laughs> I haven't been reading all of them, but I see... completely offensive. Just offensive. And it's just like, she, her point was like, well, you know, that was in the past kind of thing. But I'm like, yeah, it's offensive, but then she kind of do have a point, because a lot of people was talking reckless back then. Yes. A lot of people was talking reckless, so... And this is our early... only one. This is an early recommendation. Get Time Hop, connect your Twitter, and find those old tweets. Because Time Hop will show you what you tweeted 10 years ago, and you'd be like, oh, I need to delete that. That's what I need, because... Because <laughs> I, I saw something I, about... I don't think I have anything too risque. Yeah. But... Like, I remember in high school, someone came to us and t- told us, like, oh, your tweets and whatever you post online is going to be there forever. So I was, like, cautious. Mm-hmm. But still, there are some tweets that are not as aligned with who I am now that right. I deleted. And But like you're saying, 10 years ago was different. Mm-hmm. And we've had this conversation before. Like, do we allow I feel people... Like when it comes to social media, it, it felt like nobody was looking. And it kind of yeah. was. It was true. No, It was like... It's only within the last seven years, seven, mm-hmm. eight years, that job started really looking at your Twitter right? Um, to see, like, what you're posting. Um, for academia, for the universities, it's within the last six, like, when I started, but, like, definitely the last four to five years mm-hmm. that all these senior scholars started coming onto Twitter at least more aggressively and tweeting about their research and following other scholars and seeing what they're tweeting about. And it, it for me, it gives me pause because I'm like, damn, can I be tweeting about like watching TV, live tweeting TV shows that are not about my work? But I'm, I came up with the idea, well, not came up, but like, I'm a full person. This thing predated my whole desire to be in academia. So if you're going to judge me because I like Star Trek Discovery, like, I don't need to be working with you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we need to do an episode on social media. It's been a, a wild ride. Yeah, I should probably make a make some notes, Kamala, and um, social media, revolution of social media. Oh man, Mm-mm-mm. it definitely felt like no one was looking. I mean, Twitter still kind of gives that vibe off, and Tumblr, but I haven't been on Tumblr since you know we took the porn off. Well, Tumblr did that purge, that whole transformation show. Yeah. So I and then all those people went to Twitter. So like remember Twitter after dark was a whole oh, thing. Yes. But now yeah. it's like there's a whole side of Twitter that's like it's always Twitter after dark. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I can't scroll through my Twitter like normally at times because things will pop out. I'm like, whoa, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> that's why having a second Twitter account is so perfect. You have a second Twitter account? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) 
Maybe I do. Like for stuff like that. So I don't have to worry about it getting over accidentally liking it from my main. Oh, wait, this was funny. I don't even remember his fucking name. But this white guy that had like the burner account for a black guy. Do you remember this? Uh, it was like right after the election. It was some white politician. Mm-hmm. He tweeted something, something. And then he immediately responded to his tweet like, yeah, I'm a black gay man. And I agree. Obama did nothing for black people. And then people- <laughs> Why did do that to us? Um, then people suspected that he normally tweets from a burner account. They found the burner account under his tweet, constantly replying. It had some name. They were like, this guy don't exist, blah, 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 blah. Turns out the burn, like the picture that was used was Patty LaBelle's nephew. What? Yes, they called him like, oh my gosh, this is Patty LaBelle's nephew. The Patty LaBelle's nephew made a whole video saying like, yes, I'm the person behind this account. And it was like, what? Are you being held hostage? Like, what's going on? It was just like uh, one of the crazy things that has happened in these last four weeks. Like, <laughs> you like I'm gonna find the article and send it to you because it's just so ridiculous. <laughs> so ridiculous. Oh my god. Oh my god. What is 2020 right now, man? Well, if we're lucky, we all end up with superpowers on the 21st, at least the black people. At least the black people. White people don't need no superpowers. They do not. They don't need it. At all. They sleep with shit. <laughs> like, anything else? Uh, I don't think so. I think that's everything we discuss, like discussed to talk about. Mm-hmm. Any recommendations? Um, mm-hmm. uh, I, I guess I got out a lot of your stuff, though, on your business. I'm like, okay, Shannon. Yeah, um, the website is down for right now, but it'll be back up soon. But uh, I have 10, 10, 15, $20 deals. And like I have percentages off on like certain sets. And I was supposed to do a Black Friday week, but then like the website went down during that week. So Uh it's just like, uh, but I'm gonna definitely keep like 10, 15, and 20. I think it's a good way to get rid of beads and you know, it could be like an affordable gift for somebody. Yeah. but I'm trying to keep updated and trying to be consistent. I have like a big order to complete before Christmas. Sounds good. Yeah, she want a bracelet for her, like three of her friends, her mama, her her, her godmama, her her daughter. I'm like, Lord, <laughs> just, just she 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 want one for everybody. I'm like, okay. I guess we we'll follow the Instagram until the website is back up. So you've been um, selling off Instagram for the meanwhile? Uh-huh. You've been selling mainly off Instagram for the meanwhile? Yeah, for the uh, time being. Okay. Um, I don't know if I've recommended this last time, but Blood of Zeus on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I, 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 like, I need a good drink 
sit down and watch it because like I like shit like that. It's made by the same people that made Castlevania. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty good. Um, oh, if you have HBO Max, watch this fucking shit, The Undoing. Yeah, <laughs> it's about these rich white people and they fuck shit. Uh, it's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, Let me see is, if there's anything on my Netflix. There's this new show on Showtime called Your Honor, which is interesting. I seen the first episode. Um. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. Uh-huh. Though, like, I feel like I'm watching a bunch of shit and not watching anything at all. I, I feel the same way. Like, what is time? Time don't make any sense because apparently the lady that was singing in the in London in the subway happened this year. You remember this? Mm-mm. Um, the finish the lyric. Let me see. I'm going to play it for you. You're going to be like, what? Where is her name? No. Finish the lyrics. Don't up me now. In this modern tell me something, girl. Are you happy in this modern world? Or do you need more? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so hard. Wow, you really keep coming. I don't remember this. I'm up the deep end, watching time I'll never be. You remember her? No, I never seen this video. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> well, this happened in February this year. What? Yes. <laughs> so this year has just been like crazy mm-hmm. um, in terms of things turning over and whatever. Well, if you have nothing else. Uh, I- I'll, I'll recommend... Um... Well, she's a YouTuber, but she be on Twitch, and I'd rather people go, like, to Twitch or, like, somewhere else to listen to her. Why? Uh, her name is uh, Malagro, and her her YouTube is my radio, and she talks about, like, celebrity gossip and, like, different stuff that's going on, on in the world, and, like, she's from Texas, and she's pretty funny, and, like, her perspective on things is pretty interesting, and, like, she just don't give a fuck. She will tell you she don't give a fuck and just send her her $20. Yeah. So why would you tell people to go follow her on Twitch instead of YouTube? Because on YouTube, she is not getting paid. She, uh, she's, she's independent on YouTube. She don't, she don't want YouTube points. So mm-hmm. that's why she tell people to like, you know, send money in to like help, you know, help her out and stuff like that because you know, that's she spends all her time doing her show, and like she does uh, another show called On Site with uh, Ra Ali, and she I think she was she was on Love and Hip Hop, and I think she was uh, Nicki Minaj's security guard, the one that gave the knot to Cardi B. Ah, it was a woman. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So she'd be on there too. 
I want to go see that bit. Wait. Uh, see, if we were in person, oh my gosh. That knot was big. Ew. Okay. That was a big knot. <laughs> oh my God. But, but one thing I, I don't like YouTube for, now they're saying that they put in ads so they can make money off of it. Even if they don't sign up for like the partnership stuff. Right. So at the end of the day, she's not getting paid, but YouTube will still get paid to run their stuff. Yep. So that's why I say, you know, you're better off going on Twitch when she goes live. Because all her shows, she record live. She go, she does it daily. She's off. She don't do the weekends, but she pretty much does it in a weekday. Well, and like, I, I listen when I work and stuff like that. And I just be laughing on the inside. <laughs> okay, I'll check her out. Well, thank y'all so much for sticking with us. Like you know, we're all surviving, trying to make it through. But you can find us at drinkingwithblurs.com, our blog, um, our website. Uh, follow us on Twitter at drinkingwblurs, and more. It's been so long. You can find yeah, us on Twitter true. at Drinking with Blurs, Drinking W Blurs. I wonder as well. how people get in the motivation to keep going like on things like it, it's hard, yeah. especially when your life picks up, like relationships and moving. And mm-hmm. this year, just throwing like so many wrenches into everything. So like, just trying to deal with your own problems. Um, which is why so many small podcasts like don't last long, but it's like the ones that are like from big studios that survive because they have people that take care of everything. We do all our editing. We do all our planning. We do all our like Mm -hmm. talking. This is all organic as y'all know. And we love it. Like the reason we want to do this podcast is because we really love it. So we really do appreciate y'all support. Mm -hmm. And it's just Patricia too. What happened? Shout out to Patricia. Right. Yeah. Her her podcast has grown so much. And she got merch now. Oh, that's great. Yeah. But just know when we're not on the air for whatever reason we're thinking about y'all, we do want to record. <laughs> we are here. Uh, we are here. It's like damn. Like when so what happened? Like in November, my apartment got flooded. So I wasn't here for like two other weeks. So that was like whatever so i couldn't record but we were thinking about y'all so we want to continue to try to bring y'all our perspectives on different things and we really do appreciate the support so follow us on our all our platforms um yeah i think that's it yeah so we'll see y'all next time thank y'all so much bye